spice. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours. It's 5.33. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, bud. The heck you doing over there, pal? Well. Well. <laughs> no, I'm fine, honestly. I'm good. Is that... It- Funny slash yeah. interesting start you, to the morning. You and I are, are quietly holding a one-sided feud versus Tim Hortons because ah. every time we try and do this, something goes up. So I was, uh, you and I are driving ourselves in this week. Yeah, uh, no carpool. Yeah, no carpool. And I thought to myself, you know, you you brought in coffees yesterday. You were you running a minute later or something, so you stopped and got some Tim's coffees, brought them in. And I asked yeah. you, do you want me to bring coffees in this morning? And you said, yeah, that sounds yeah. great. You had the Ford here. You're getting the machine done, all that stuff. So yeah. I go. So first off, I I looked. I, I did a quick Google, and I saw that the uh, the one on uh, the Tim's on Geneva uh, was it Welland, right near Geneva and St. Catharines. Yeah, twenty four hours. I'm like, oh, oh okay. sweet. So let me go there, and I'll get our coffees, and I can get a little early start on it. N- no, no. There's actually just fences up all over the property. They're going through a renovation. They're not even open. Period. Oh. <laughs> First strike. Okay. Second strike. I'll go to our usual one just over the uh, just over the bridge here. Burgoyne Bridge. Yeah, just over the Burgoyne Bridge, the other side there. Uh, Louth Street, whatever it is. It opens at five. Yep. So I get there, and there's cars in the drive-thru. No big deal. Get up to the uh, the speaker, and uh, I, I thought, a little hungry. You came in with a bagel yesterday. Yep. Looked good. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to go ahead and get us breakfast. A couple what? of bagel belts. What a guy. Let's head... You know, let's go back to who heard us. Let's see what we can do here. What a guy. So I said, uh, can I order a bagel belt combo? And they said, sorry, we don't have any breakfast. I said, what? What? We have no breakfast food currently. Okay. Strike two. I said, you know what? Let's just, let me just grab some. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Just grab some assorted Timbits. Very simple. Yeah. A little box of 20 assorted. You and I'll snack on them with our coffees as we get into the show. Sure. I'm sorry. We have no baked goods whatsoever. None? Just the two coffees then, please. What happened? I don't know. What happened? I don't know if a, if the, if a truck missed a delivery or somebody... Called in sick. Did, I have no idea. Get start there. A lot of the baking stuff doesn't happen in store anyways anymore, so yeah. it's got to be a... I'm sure it's probably a delivery thing. I wondered if there was not enough to heat up. I have no it's clue. I have no clue. I did not ask for details in the logistics as to why I could not order a single piece of food from the window. I just I got our coffees none. and at this point had to come to work. You have none? No. Nothing? No. <laughs> Stop asking. <laughs> we run into so many problems <laughs> with this company. I know. It is unbelievable. And yet there was eight cars in front of me of in the course. drive-thru. Of course. Yeah. They know. <laughs> they know we're coming back. Yes. They know we are. So why thrive? <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. All right. Well, you know what? End of the day, I'll just grab some assorted Timbits. Yeah. We have no baked goods. <laughs> what are you even doing in there? You are open, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you physically doing in there? I don't know. I don't know. It's funny because the, it, if we were going to any other place, 
place. And you'd get this kind of these situations that keep arising with mistakes and this and that. We would go as consumers. Well, I'm not going to that store anymore. Like all they do mm-hmm. is screw. Not Tim Hortons, though. Yeah, we are constantly willing to go back <laughs> to the well that we continue to hit our shins on and cut our hand. Like we just go back. A couple people saying they usually don't have anything fresh until after six a.m. You got you got a bag- I got a bagel yesterday. You got a bagel yesterday. Yeah. You showed up here at you know five after five with a, a ba- with a bagel in your coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the problem? You should have asked for just a bagel. Is that I you don't could have got just I have to that? speak in code. Someone also shamed me and said you should go inside. Don't hold up the line for us beverage drinkers. It's five AM, man. Yeah. I'm just there look, you're allowed to order food at the drive thru. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's part of it. Absolutely. There wasn't there wasn't specifics. Yeah. There wasn't two, allergy stuff. Two sandwiches and two drinks is a total fine totally fine drive thru order. Yeah. There's not like it's not like you were like, oh I'll get Eight breakfast sandwiches, no, two wraps. This is a standard combo they on the menu. They can handle that. They, yeah, yeah, they're built to handle it. Yeah. Well, we thought. So you think. But no. <laughs> no. No breakfast, no meat. What is happening in there? Struggle. <laughs> the struggle. Thanks for the coffee, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's not bad. All right. Dink of the day coming up. System of a down. Let's start, that, uh, start this Thursday show off with them. Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go! Soper and Brown, 977 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. And we're going to go... I'm trying to see exactly where we're going here. It looks like we're going uh, to New York. But this is uh, an issue. Oh, pardon me. Melbourne. We're going to Melbourne. Oh. Okay. But the story kind of jumps all over the place. Okay. As it is a classic, we have talked about how banks will sometimes accidentally transfer large sums of money to people. Yeah. And then immediately yeah. say, yeah, we're going to need that back. The expectation is that you, with no notice whatsoever, have yeah. that money at the ready and turn it back over. And if you don't. They come after you as opposed right. to looking inward at their own mistake. So we have another situation this time. I guess you could call it the 2022 version mm-hmm. as Crypto.com. <laughs> I think I saw this this morning. Accidentally transferred $10.5 million yep. to a woman instead of $100. <laughs> that is a massive mistake. Yeah, a couple zeros. Also, there's a five now worked in there. <laughs> Like if it was a hundred and fifty, yeah, that makes more sense to me. Yep. To go from one hundred to ten point five million is just, <laughs> it's just dumb. On many levels. The system works, eh? So Ex- there it is. Yeah, exchange platform Crypto.com is reeling from an expensive mistake after they sent her a hundred million dollars. Oh my god, ten mil. Sorry, ten mil over a hundred. Um. The, the story goes on. Now, they're having trouble getting the money back from yeah, her. Yeah, they're suing her. Yeah. yeah. They're officially suing her because they're having trouble getting the money back. I wonder how, how long ago was this? They didn't realize the error for seven months. I was just about to say. I'm just looking at the article here. During an end-of-year audit, they finally discovered that they had made a mistake seven months prior. Now, I have to imagine that they are going to likely win 
and get the I money so. back. I guess so. It would be my guess. Man. It's tough though. Like like that seven months you went without even realizing you not like the the court case aside from it, as you're trying to build people's confidence in cryptocurrency and yeah. using this as a you know, as a you know, they they always offer it you know, it's safe, it's it's uh you know, it's deregulated, you don't have to worry, you know, overdraft, all this kind of stuff, right? And then you make this mistake, and not only do you make it it took you seven months to realize that you made it. Does that make you go, you know what? Yeah, I'm investing. Yeah, no, of course not. And it's tougher when you're, you know, still trying to build confidence in your brand and your reputation with the general public. By the way, did you see her name? Uh, let me have Starts a look here. Starts with a TH. Scrolling down. Hold on. Yeah, I hope you have it. I'm going to... I'm, I'm wondering if you can try to pronounce it. Theva Manag... Manogari. <laughs> Thevo Manogari Manavel. Wow. Do you ha- do you have the name in front? No. No, I don't have it in front it? of me. No, it's not in the article that I have here. Theva Manogari Manavel. Yeah. Well, so there the battle will now ensue. And I'm sure for her, did she just Oh, there it is. <laughs> the way you're pronouncing it, yeah. Theva Manogari is the entire first name. Yeah. Manaville boss. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she subscribed to the, I guess if I just don't say anything, maybe they won't know theory. I, well, they didn't. Why? Well, and then For seven months, they didn't. Once you got through six months of it, do you, you must think you got away with it, right? She had already started uh, putting the money into a home by the looks of it and was like, they, she had already invested a portion of the money. Now where where do you want to go in terms of handing out cuz I kind of think I kind of think it's both people's faults. It's the yeah. bank's fault or it's crypto.com's fault majorly for the screw up. But if she has to face any kind of consequence she will hold some responsibility, won't Man. she? Yeah, I guess you're going to host some. I guess so. She should honestly get like 10% of it, like 10% of the blame. Sure. Okay. Not discovering that you put this money into somebody's account for seven months and it took an end of year audit yeah. for you to realize, oh, there was $10 million worth of crypto missing from our account. Yeah. Oh, that's where we came into that woman with no explanation whatsoever. They get 80%. Matt Damon gets 10 for being the face of this. Okay. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Right, there's multiple people chiming in about this Crypto.com story. Again, just to quickly re-rack it. It's in Australia. Crypto.com accidentally sent $10 million yes. to a woman after she was looking for a refund. It's supposed to be a refund of $100. Yeah. And they missed a couple of... Commas and decimal <laughs> points, and center ten sh- ten schmil worth of crypto, which she then invested in a property that she was building um, near Melbourne, and now the house is being put up for sale in this court case, and she's being dragged through it. And it took Crypto.com seven months to figure out they made this mistake. This wasn't a you know seven hours. This wasn't a seven days. Seven months. And now they're having trouble getting the money back. Yeah. There's going to be court cases, all this kind of stuff. You know, uh, the interesting thing, too, because of the fluctuation, if they gave you 
let's let's say ten million dollars in cryptocurrency, but that currency has devalued significantly in these seven months since they gave it yeah. to you. What do you have to give back? It I, fluctuates so much. Yeah, I. Right. This is the problem. Like you haven't figured out the answers to all these things yet. Yeah. This is the problem with dumping significant amount of resources into these things. There is more than one person texting in saying, if you gave me $10 million, (laughs) I would be gone. I would be changing Mm -hmm. my identity. You would never hear from me again. That is, uh, look, $10 million, that's some F off money right there. That is start over money. I don't know like what laundry bags of money I have to bring to what casinos to get some chips, play three games of roulette, and then bring those chips back and turn it back into money. I'm just saying this because that's how they launder money in BC. I assume it's done the same way sure, here. Yeah. I would assume so. Let me you ask fill you. a hockey bag with bills, turn it into chips, go back, cash out. Let me ask you this. <laughs> how do you go about finding, mm-hmm. like, let's say you wanted to change your identity, right? Mm-hmm. Can you just, I guess you can just Google those things. But like, but then, then that's, that's, that's how you leave the trail. Yeah, right? That's how you leave the trail. How do you find somebody like that without leaving Without a leaving yeah. a digital trail. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, because if, if I wanted to go about it, that's it. You know, I'm starting over. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where I would start. Who's the greasiest friend you have? I guess that's, that is, that's who's the, the thing, Who's right? the guy down your Rolodex somewhere deep in? Yeah. Maybe it's a, a listener you ran across. Maybe it's somebody you loosely know. Yeah. You have to try, and it's got to be a face-to-face thing. Yeah. It has to be face-to-face because we are so digitally engaged on all of our platforms that you have to do things like this in a face-to-face manner. And then can you no longer, like you can't like play the lottery or anything no, like that, right? you're you, out. Yeah, you're, you're out. it. You've yeah. got your 10 mil. Yeah. And you have to. That's what you have. Yeah. And now you have right? to go. Yeah. Live an honest life and put up drywall somewhere. I guess somewhere so. Something. And, Something, something, something unassuming somewhere. Yeah. You're now a bartender in the Dominican or something. Oh, yeah? Something like you'd that. You'd go Dominican? Sure. I don't know. Yeah? I haven't picked yet. I was thinking Lincoln, Nebraska. Is that where you go? Yes. Well, they wouldn't find you. Yeah. Who's yeah. looking for you there? Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of space in Wyoming, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting over in Wyoming. Can we still do a radio show? In Wyoming? Yeah. You can. Yeah. Sure. Or, yeah. or, like, do we have to not, if we were changing our identities, because I said to you, Carl, Crypto.com just sent me $10 million. Yeah. I'm going. You want to come? And Yeah. But we couldn't do a radio show, could we? Not like this. Oh. We have to go real straight ahead. Yeah? NPR style. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Become newsies. Newsies? <laughs> oh, I'm giving the $10 mil back. No more dishes. Broadcasting from the White House of Rock. That is our rock search winners from this past year. Well, I guess I shouldn't say past year. We're still in it. It's from this, this year. year's rock search. Winners. It was like three months ago. <sighs> time, <laughs> time is hard to keep track of. All right, it's conversation. That's the name of the band. Check them out. I'm looking forward to more from those boys. Yeah, Silver and Brown show. It's on Hits FM. Uh, before we do get into your story, you want yes. to talk about multiple Hits Nation members pointing out how you would. Take mm-hmm. money, run, start over. Yeah. Um, few people have actually emailed us yeah. a guy to check in with if we ever wanted to change our Well, maybe identities. that's how we do it. We just anecdotally keep dropping yeah. this, and then we slowly collect information quietly, peacefully, and then, you know. That's when you. Yeah. If it ever comes down to you make the move. Now. Beck with a good note here saying, yeah. go somewhere with that does not have an extradition agreement with your country. Mm. Very solid. 
So we wouldn't like go to small town New Brunswick, like they just hide fire, out over there. They just fire you right back over here. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just arrest you there. Same country. Yeah, same probably, jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. Either yeah. way, uh, you wanted speaking of international travel, you wanted to bring yeah. up the story here. You know, history doesn't always repeat itself, but sometimes it does rhyme, and I think that's kind of <laughs> what we're looking at here. Do you remember? This is, uh, I believe, it was March of twenty-one, when the incredibly important international shipping lane the suez canal was completely blocked for a week i, I do remember, you remember this yeah the, uh, the ship the ever given became stuck and it disrupted supply chains for like seven or eight days it just could not move yeah, they it, couldn't budget they couldn't float it they couldn't do anything to it I remember they had the little um uh, excavator that yeah. they were trying to dig the front end of it yeah. out it looked really it's ridiculous just impossible until eventually and it caused so many like oh, shipping issues it, it was, was a nuts. massive problem there was shortages on everything from toilet paper to garden gnomes yeah that was on this the on this container there was the the amount of ships waiting in the in the surrounding sea to go into the canal for this to be cleared it was incredible. It, it stopped up everything. Yeah. But they got it going, which of course gave us one of our favorite uh one of our favorite sound effects ever. Oh, the tugboat dudes. Tugboat dudes. They're chanting away after the uh, little tugboats got the finally got the uh, sorry it was the Evermore uh, the Ever Given Ever was Given the, was, was the boat was. that was yeah. stuck in March yeah. twenty one so yesterday Twitter goes a buzz because there's another big boat stuck oh my god right in the same spot exact same spot same spot same situation this was the uh, Affinity Five was uh, was stuck right there. But this was only stuck for approximately four hours. Wow. Yeah, they were oh, able to. Oh, they got it out? They were able to refloat the ship in the space of a was couple hours. Was it the hours. tugboat dudes? Uh, they helped. They helped. Hey! That's awesome. They yeah. got it out. Affinity uh, wow. ran aground uh, 7.15 local time on Wednesday. was refloated five hours later. Uh, an issue with the vessel steering system is what caused it to run aground. Uh, uh, but... Uh, it's fine. It's fine. 12% of the world's trade runs through that canal route. Really? It's the fastest route between Asia and Europe. 12% of the world's trade. You, like, you hear the number 12 and it's, you know, whatever, but when you try and think of it, I mean, you extrapolate it to that scale. What do you, what do, you do to fix this issue? Because it feels <laughs> like it's going to pop up again. Well, I mean, yeah, this is two times in, you know, in, you know 15 months. Do you have to, like, further, like, dredge that canal a little bit? Is it, you know, this one was a steering issue, yeah. so it wasn't a canal issue per se. Yeah. I don't remember what the actual, like, technical problem was with the Ever Given, but yeah. I, I mean, it's a fairly large undertaking to widen it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not like a thing you can do. Yeah. You just hope for the best. Yeah, you can't get kids with buckets and... <laughs> It's like a little, that? it's a slightly more complicated yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. Can we get Carl Brown, the science guy, on this? On how to widen the Suez Canal? Yeah. It may even be a project too big for him. Matt Silver, Carl Brown. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 622, keep the text coming, 977. 977. Uh, Carl, you mentioned out the gate. Uh, typically, we carpool into work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, uh, I'm driving myself in. Yep. 
my wife has shingles. <laughs> yes, she does. Randomly got shingles. Very randomly. Uh, just all of a sudden, she said, like, kind of got like a had like a rash thing. She's like, "This is really weird. I don't know what this is." Thought it was a bug bite at first, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, just that's you know, oh, must it, be that. As it turns out, and then she did you know went went doctor Google and went, "Oh my, I think it might be shingles." And then went to the doctor, and doctor's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, you get shingles. Usually stress related." It is. It's funny because I said to her that that night after she finally got diagnosed uh-huh. with it, I said, "You know." I feel like I've angered you way more than I have yeah. in this last week. Yeah, I was same. like, we've dealt with some things. Sure. Yeah, I didn't think we were on shingles level of, <laughs> of stress. Like, thought we were doing pretty okay. Just uh, us getting older, perhaps? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I don't That's know. That's the second person we know in our yeah. kind of circle-ish who, who has come down with the case yeah. of the shingles. I don't know. I was like, I feel like you've been angrier. Anybody else yeah. in the text box? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Any shingles havers? 977 <laughs> going around so either way because of it she's um, it's not really contagious unless you're no yeah right up on it yeah exactly yeah um it's funny because i told our boss and like she looked at me like yeah like like you were a leper le- yeah, yeah that's what i was saying <laughs> like, oh god is it contagious like, it's not no, contagious it's not. you'll be okay yeah <laughs> somebody at the table was like it's not monkey pox come down it's adjacent yeah <laughs> But yeah, I'm, apparently, I don't know, just it yeah. happens. So, and it did. So, because of that, she's working from home. And so I'm driving myself in this week. But I got to tell you, something happened yesterday as I was leaving work mm-hmm. that well, I don't know if it would have happened if you and I were driving together. Oh, yeah. Carl Brown, leaving work yesterday by myself. Yeah. I got attacked by birds. Attacked how? So. I walk out the door, and I parked, I want to say, about 20 feet from the door, okay? If anybody's been in the parking lot of the White House of Rock, kind of where the, there's like a back patio sort of thing. It's where you and I did the the, uh, flex seal test, and we met people there for the Soper and Brown field trip to born and raised. Yeah. So, about 20 feet away. Near the big tree. And I hit the unlock button. Okay. And when I hit the unlock button, it doesn't really make a sound other than, like, if you're near the car, you hear unlock. And I see a surprising amount of birds fly away from my car. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, wow, that was a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, but I kind of just chalk it up to that. Sure. Okay, sure, birds can go wherever they want to go. Right. Start walking towards the car, and I see, again, a large amount of birds. Right. I'm just thinking... God, that's a lot of birds. The hell is happening here? And as I get closer to the car, it was like something inside of me was like, oh. They're here for me? Yeah. <laughs> is there something going on here? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm now being dive bombed yeah. by a bunch of little birds. <laughs> like, they are coming for me. I'm like, what the? Like, I'm ducked down, swing my hands up, and I I have to, like, run Open the door and like shut it. Before. I swear I almost got a few in the car because they were just boom, 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 boom yeah. coming for me. And so I just I I chalked up to two things. One, yeah. there is a nest maybe in the tree under yes. where I parked, and maybe like a baby bird fell out and, and they, they were, were protecting trying to it. Figure it out, yeah. Or there was some kind of food source that they were all at. And gave a signal and went, hey, he's coming for our food source. Take weird. him down. Like, I was dive-bombed by weird. like 10 birds. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is this? You ever get hit by a bird that's just flying? Yes. It feels very, I don't know, unnerving. It's 
the beaks are sharp. Yeah, I got hit like dead in the chest, dead center yeah. by a bird, like flying around a corner as I was walking uh, around like the corner of a Starbucks one time. It just hit me right in the chest. And I was like, fell to the ground, stunned. <laughs> the bird, not me. Oh, and now you. T- uh, I was Carl's fine. Eyes back. Uh, I was fine. When I was like 15, I was walking our dog that uh, we grew up with, and she, I took her to the park, let her off the leash. There's some crows. Mm-hmm. Little, there's one crow, sorry, a little bit away. And I think, ah, she's going to chase after the crow. Sure. The crow will fly away. Yeah. She's <laughs> giving her. Why isn't the crow flying away? <laughs> yeah. Crow, please. What are you, why aren't you flying away? <laughs> Bird? I'd had a broken wing. Oh, no. My dog just like plowed into it head into it the uh, bird lets out this squawk yeah and now it's dive bomb city from the rest of the crows and and it was a smaller dog yeah, like yeah. a shih tzu type thing so i had to run in her name is molly scoop up molly then i'm getting hit by the crows myself i'm apologizing to the crows like they're gonna answer <laughs> me for some reason i don't know now your your cat is no friend of the birds no right no didn't it pull one in last year in the it backyard did. And then every time the cat's out in the yard, don't like they gather and like mock and yes. scream at yeah. your cat. Yeah, maybe maybe they let him know. Maybe I. Maybe word has traveled to the bird kingdom that the Soper household's no friend of the bird. You didn't get attacked by birds no. in the parking lot yesterday. No, right? totally clear. But the moral of the story is we have to drive to work every day together. You got to start parking on the other side of the parking lot. Yeah, uh, maybe that's the way. Yeah, away from the tree. I parked in the same spot today too. Excellent. Well, that's good. That's yeah. science. Now oh, we get a sa- now yeah. we get a sample size. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Let's slather you in feed. In feed. <laughs> See what happens. Fast. It's FM. You know, talking about being attacked by birds, but more importantly, uh, mentioned my wife has shingles. There yeah, are yeah, I'm a telling you. ton of text messages. It's one of those people. things I don't hear a ton about. Yeah. But then you and I have a mutual friend who mentioned that she had a case of it. Yeah. And then your wife had a case of it. And there's a number of people in the text box saying that they currently have or know some folks who are suffering from shingles. Yeah, S&B got shingles when I was 29. No reason. Another one here, uh, Travis from Whitby, 21 years old, final year of college, 1,000% stress-related, got shingles. One here from Jordan, I currently have stress-induced shingles. There's yeah. another one here, too, says uh, my neighbor and aunt currently have shingles right now. I just feel like my wife has been angrier than than, yeah. <laughs> than in the past month. Yeah. I didn't feel like there was a lot of anger or stress. Or stress, yeah. I feel you like- guys went to a kind Country festival, yeah. you had some like you had friends around and stuff. I like, feel it's like been, we've had more stressful August, moments. August has been remotely chill for the Sopers, I thought or at so. least like socially engaging, like yeah. kind of fun, right? I thought so. You even got rid of the kids for a week of the month. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Mm. Oh, well, we're mm. getting divorced. It's quite obviously the takeaway. Clearly, here. clearly, clearly, divorce. Stressed out by making plans for the next phase of her life. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. You got to sleep in the basement. The wrestling room's mine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, come on. No, sorry. Your basement's creepy. I know. <laughs> Can I have the couch at least? No. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. We're going to get to rapid fire <laughs> questions in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in, you're part of the show. 977-977. Something for Carlos, myself, Hits Nation. We'll get after in about six minutes. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. Let's fire it. Call me now. <laughs> Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. You're a chunk of the show. Something uh, 
You want to ask Carlos, myself, Hits Nation, start a conversation, get your text in. Uh, let's start with let's start with this one. It said, "What would you refuse to buy or do, even if you ended up winning the lottery? So okay. you become a millionaire, mm-hmm. all right? You're now living in a different tax bracket, right? What is something that you go? I don't care how much money I have. Yeah, I'm going to continue to do blank." Uh, probably like drive the car that I'm currently driving. Yeah. I'm just, you and I have, have, have explored that before. I'm not a luxury car guy by any means. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that interests me. Like I may have, you know, like a driving service if I hit the lotto for yeah. certain things, but for the most part, I don't think I would do some massive upgrade to the vehicle that I'm currently in. I'm more of a house guy than a car guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd still be grocery shopping for the deals. Would you really? Yeah. I don't think I would be in the grocery store anymore. No. That would just end for me. Yeah. But I also don't like doing that now. Mm. Yeah, I got I think I would still do online orders <laughs> where my regular stuff. Yeah. And that would be like I wouldn't I wouldn't immediately go to, well, I'm gonna buy all the most expensive foods what's I the, possibly can. The other side of it, what's the first thing you do? Ooh, first thing? I'd hire someone to clean my house instantly. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. First thing I would do immediately, I would have, I would be, be cleaning a service. cleaning service, yeah. yeah, once a week, come in, I'll leave for a couple hours, I don't even yeah. want to know about it. Friends of ours, they they do the cleaning service now, mm-hmm. and they're not rich by any sense, but, but they- But they can afford a once every two weeks kind of- That's exactly what it is, yeah. for one hour, and it's like, you know, it's like 150 bucks or whatever, whatever so it yeah. comes like 300 a month, but they were just like, it's the best money yeah. we've ever like allotted to- Someone just to come in and do like- a vacuum, yeah. a mop of the floors in the bathrooms once every two weeks yeah. would be phenomenal. Uh, somebody here said win millions. Still wouldn't pay for Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Soper and Brown, you're both cryogenically frozen, Futurama okay. style. You come out a thousand years into the future. What's one thing you hope has changed drastically? <laughs> is it climate change? Is it like the climate thing? I was thing? saying, a thousand years in the future... Man, I, is there... You hope there's still a future? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Seeing as some of the extreme events that are currently happening, <laughs> have we reformed Pangea by then? It's like, you, <laughs> you know... It's, you just straight up hope there is a civilization? Yeah, I think so. To to even make its way back into? Kind of hope we're working together. Yeah. Maybe by choice other than force. Do you want there to be like the flying cars and all that kind of stuff? I don't, like... If there's a more efficient way to travel, that would be sweet. Yeah? Yeah. Do you hope there's like a like a tube system? You just and you're like, you're like like old office memos. Yeah, yeah <laughs> where you can put in like the the tube. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if that's how we travel? Wouldn't, that would be outstanding. Wouldn't that be sweet? That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to travel travel tube style. I would like if there was the ability to uh, you know, like Star Trek when they just uh, they just transport to another spot, a little little beam me up, Scotty action. Uh, I would love if that was available to you, me. You'd rather that than tube style? Yeah, like if I could just I, I was talking to uh I was talking to our mutual buddy Tyson the other weekend yep. and he was at home having beers watching the UFC fights. I was at home having beers watching the UFC fights. Unfortunately, yep. St. Catharines to Aldergrove BC is quite the commute. Yeah, it's far. And it'd be nice if you could just boom, there, couple hours, boom, back the other way without, you know, losing a portion of your matter. What if the tube goes very fast? Okay. Thum. How fast? <laughs> Hour? Yeah. Hell of a tube? Yeah. 
Could the body withstand that? Look, I don't care about that. It's a thousand <laughs> years in the future, yes. Yeah. Leave me frozen. Freeze me again, Daddy. If like, if you could travel from BC to Ontario in an hour, oh, wouldn't you yeah. do it more? Of course I would. Yeah. Of course I would. Somebody invent tube style. <laughs> you mean tunnels? Well, yeah, but like these are like super tubes, super <laughs> tunnels, you know? It won't be available to you and me, unfortunately. By the way, Kevin also said due to a rare genetic issue, I shrink by another foot. Carl stays the same. Might Why? Be, hey, thousand years in the future might be beneficial. But it's all right to be a little bit yeah, in a little yeah. hometown or a big old city. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Spud said, I'm not a religious person, but doesn't confession sound like a gossip box of dirty stories for priests? Yeah, man. Yes. That's pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah. I believe that's the effect, yeah. 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 They're not holding all that in. <laughs> oh, no way. Sitting around for a dart after the after <laughs> after a long day. <laughs> a dart? After a long day in the box. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what Kathleen came in with today. Last one from Jess. Yeah. What's something you have done that you think everybody would benefit from trying? Uh, Live in another part of Canada. Oh. That's a good answer. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it gives you a, a more unique perspective on what it is to uh, to be Canadian, to move around a little bit and, uh, and live, in, live in other parts of the country. That's a good answer. And I'd do it again. That's a good answer. Yeah. I, I mean, the obvious answer out the gate is like, you know, if you've never tried therapy, it's it can be very, very beneficial Also good. You. I thought that was a good one. Yep. I was also going to go with join some kind of like sport, gather, rec, something some kind of rec team yeah like there's like there's hockey teams there's baseball teams but there's even cornhole leagues there's like spike ball leagues Uh, there's also you would be surprised disc golf yeah you would be surprised Mm -hmm. how much i think your life would like elevate from just once a week joining some kind of social gathering Mm -hmm. Some kind of purpose where working on a team towards something. He's looking right at me as he says this. Well, yes. I, I mean anybody. I mean anybody. I know. I'm it joking. Is, it is like I know. just having that one, that thing once a week. That you get out. Go, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my team and do blank. Something. And then maybe we'll go for drinks Team after. building exercise 99. Uh, free t-shirt. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. It's pretty solid. Anyways, somebody build those tubes. That's what I want. <laughs> I want somebody to build the tubes now. I didn't know I needed that in my life, but now I do. Tube system? Thum. Thum. I just want to hear the sound. 977-977-text <laughs> the show. Brave, Soper and Brown, 977 Hits FM. A few minutes ago, somebody texted in and said, uh, you know, just like Futurama, you've been cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. You wake up a thousand years in the future and was asking questions about that. And we joked around about it. Somebody just texted and said, it's not Futurama, but there is a guy in San Francisco that will freeze your body when you die, or you can pay to just have your head frozen. Yeah. What, what's the pro to being frozen after you're dead? I guess the, so the idea, and I've heard this, because this has been, like, the, the idea of freezing yourself, you know, being cryogenically frozen into the future is that freezing your body in its current state as you're about to expire the hope would be that somewhere down the road, science has advanced to the point that they could unfreeze you, Austin Powers style, and mm. reanimate you back to life, I Do guess. They, would the future people want, like, past aliens in their world? Seems like a way of just, like, I don't want to accept my own mortality, yeah. and I'm rich enough to pay 200 grand a year to hold me in a freezing tank. Or That's basically, I think, what it comes yeah. down to. I feel as though... If if the future civilization was going to 
be like, okay, bring in one of those bodies. We're going to uh-huh. try to revive them because we can now. They're just going to use me for scientific purposes. I'm not going to get to live amongst like everybody. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how the the idea is just to you know those who have the funds freeze themselves yeah. in the hope that somewhere down the line you're just able to come back to okay, life. What about the one where he said you can freeze just your head? I guess they What's would. What's that purpose? They would put it onto something. Like Futurama in the the liquid and yeah. you ride around on a skateboard type thing? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, they give you some kind of AI body and they like download your consciousness onto a something. Oh, okay, now I'm way in. <laughs> oh, hold on. I can be a robot? Maybe. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I think that's what these people are hoping for, man. I was out. I got to be honest. If I can take my head and be on a robot. If anybody freezes me, I'll be so choked. Way in. <laughs> Wake up a thousand years in the future? Uh, it's... You don't want to be a robot? No. Let me go. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Before we get to highway spills, text <laughs> message from Price Tisdale. Boy, going to get a shout out for my wife. It's our anniversary today, 11 years old. Was hoping to hear the audio of Carl pulling somebody's pants down. Forgot about that. We're taking requests. That was a while ago. Let's go. I'm gonna get these pants. You're gonna give me these pants. You give me these pants. Carl recreating a man trying yeah. to steal the pants off a referee at a high school basketball game. Disagreed with the uh, with a call on the court. Charged the court and in a confrontation with the referee, attempt to steal his pants. Mm-hmm. Man was a local uh, local lawmaker as well. Very logical thing to do. Yeah. In the throes of is a crime of passion, as they say. Was, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so steal did I. his pants. So did I. That's ridiculous. All right. You wanted to bring up a story. Uh, is there pictures in this? Uh, I can find pictures. There's yeah, definitely pictures all over pictures Twitter. I've got some. Uh, no doubt. Let me get you some of those here. But right now I want to talk about this. Is a, this happened in Memphis. Uh, it's been all over Twitter uh, this week. There was a transport truck. Uh, driving Interstate 55 through Memphis, struck a retaining wall. Side of the truck got peeled open and dumped thousands of gallons of Alfredo sauce onto the I-55. A lot of Alfredo. Highway was closed for the whole evening while crews uh, cleaned up. Locals could smell the sauce miles away. So, you know what's funny? I opened what? my Twitter. First thing, Alfredo sauce picture. Okay, Here good. you go, baby. Let me see it. Oh, dude, that's so much worse than I thought. Now, may I add to that, as in New York, a crash involving a big rig truck caused 100, sorry, this is from the New York Times, uh, the uh, the crash is actually in uh, in California, I-80, a big rig crashed causing 150,000 tomatoes to scatter across Interstate okay. 80. Let me see there if you'll see like that. Blood. Ooh, weird. Now, what we need next is a pesto truck. Oh to yeah, come to a complete and then stop. a pasta, and then a pasta truck. Yeah, a pasta truck. Yes. Yeah, so we can have a okay, <laughs> some kind of beautiful an, dinner. some kind of interstate. Pasta if I could love if, song. If I could, <laughs> that's nice. If I could go back to the Alfredo one really quickly. Yes. I imagined mm-hmm. when you said it yeah. that it was going to be a huge pile of Alfredo kind of just glorped onto like, the highway. Yeah, or like packages. Like no, stuff. no. I imagined it to be just in, in yeah. its state, but yeah. I imagined it to be a huge kind of pooling pile. It is spread out well, 
in this disgusting looking I assume like situation. Post vehicle tear and before they got the highway closed down, many, many people oh, yeah. drove through and dragged the Alfredo sauce up and down I fifty five in Memphis. It's as if you dropped a jar of Alfredo on your kitchen floor. But then, Decided. rather than clean it up, you took the broom yeah. and just spread it all over your floor. <laughs> yes. It's kind of what it is. Yeah, if you attacked it with the completely wrong uh, the, the wrong method of cleaning, for sure. Is it, uh, it was jars of it, I assume? Jars or packages, either it's, way. It's not like a milk truck where it's all just in the big metal. They don't <laughs> do that no, with Alfredo, no, right? No, not like that, no. Get no. the Alfredo hose. It was, it was a traditional like transport truck that you would see with a trailer, and the trailer got ripped open and out came. Kind of gross looking. It is kind of gross looking okay question for you now go i want you to give me three things what would be uh-huh. the worst thing to be spilled on the highway yep what would be would worse and grossest be the same answer well i mean there's there's different like worst in terms of most dangerous yeah okay there we go what would be the most dangerous yeah what would be the most gross and what would be the best okay uh the i'll say most dangerous is going to be like Oil, like if somebody was carrying a whole ton of yeah. either like olive oil, cooking oil, whatever would make that roadway as slick and dangerous as possible, and maybe like something that it was that was really tough to see as well. Yeah, I think there was like a significant like canola oil spill as well. Okay, I don't know what's going on right now. Okay, oil spill. I'm gonna say that's like the most dangerous, right? Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, the grossest. The grossest. Oh, that's a tough one. It's going to have to, like, it's still something food related. It's going to have to be something that would spoil quickly in the exposure of the highway. Okay. Right? Okay. You see, if somebody is transporting, uh, do you know what tripe is? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what the food tripe is? Yeah, yeah. I say if somebody is transporting a truck full of tripe, split it open, and they had a highway of tripe. Okay. Pretty gross. What would be the best? Money. Yeah. Brinks truck rolls over. Explodes money yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I agree. The money is where I was going to go as well. Yeah. So money's best. Grossest, I was I was going to go into like a fish territory, some kind of fish mm-hmm. all over the place. That smell would be tough. The most dangerous? Well, it's quite obviously a truck filled with silverback gorillas and tigers. <laughs> oh, no. The Come gor- on. <laughs> the gorilla truck turned over. Come on. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> You're over here in dangerous as oil. No, it's the silverback gorilla truck yeah, that turned sil- over, and now hundreds of silverback gorillas are going to take over the city. Silly me. Uh, and as somebody said here, what about the chickens all over the queue? Yeah, I did see that as well. There was somebody was who- uh, there? Yeah, a truck turned over carrying a, a load of like baby chicks. Everybody stopped the highway, gathered them up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, man. Yeah, this is pretty recent. I think it was over the weekend's. It's uh, it's spill weird things on the highway season. Because I was kind of joking about the silverback gorilla thing, but <laughs> now I feel nervous. Look at this. Oh, wow. Look at them all. Yeah. Much cuter than the gorilla thing. Everybody's out there with baskets just collecting chickens. Much cuter than gorillas. Oh, way cuter. Yeah. yeah. Not that gorillas aren't cute. No, no, no. They can be. When I walk- 7-7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Katarina said, remember when those lab monkeys escaped? Oh, yeah. It's true. That's see that's something, but like silverback gorillas, yeah, and tigers. Number of people saying we were too food focused, and that either um, like a, a sewage truck or a truck carrying like medical waste. Yeah, if either of those dropped and spilled, mm. pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Grossest, yeah.
Most people agreeing that the oil spill, or somebody said, uh, uh, like uh, batteries. Remember, there's a truck that crashed with some batteries. It was on an overpass in the QEW, like yeah. And they were works. It was like degrading the road surface because there was like acid from them. Yeah, I remember that not too long ago. It's gorillas and tigers, right? You guys are all wrong. <laughs> Pure danger. You're all wrong. <laughs> also, very... the gorillas have swords. You didn't know that, did you? I did not. Well, you should have asked. The swords were in the truck, or is it like a separate load? They were in the truck. <laughs> I see. Uh, that should be illegal. You shouldn't be able to transport those together. Yeah, you shouldn't. But they did, and now it crashed. I guess it's one of those things you don't think you have to put in writing. Exactly. Right. Do. Well, I'll just transport the gorillas, the tigers, and the swords. No one will know. Oops, I crashed. Now the gorillas have the swords. It's a good thing I have this handy blow dart gun yeah, to defend that's a myself good point. Here. That's a good point. All right, we are going to get to uh, a round of the machine. Oh, Great oh, shot with the we bullseye. Gotta, we got to get a live camera on the blow dart uh, situation <laughs> so everybody can see. Because Carl Brown just hit the guy in the eye. What was that? That's like right in the nose. That's, it looks like I painted a nose on a, on a little clown target. That's a good clip. It uh, <laughs> machine Thursday edition of the machine. That's coming up in less than ten minutes. Nine oh five. Six eight two. Nine seven nine seven. Call the machine anytime. Let's start uh, with a call about the blood drive that we are doing with Canadian Blood Services. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Scott from Mount Hope. You guys are talking about uh, wigs for uh, Carl coming up soon. Everyone's talking about mullets or what have you, man. Just go for the skullet, bald on top, Jake the Snake, baby! <laughs> <laughs> the like Hogan or Jake the Snake style, uh, kind of... Uh, like the shower curtain almost yeah. that goes around the, the back of the head. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. As you have said, we will discuss the type of toupee yep. once we get closer to hitting the goal. Yeah, should have an update from Kristen tomorrow and see where okay. our current uh, number of appointments are. Yeah. September 22nd is the cutoff. And again, 1,000 new donors, 1,000 brand new appointments, St. Catharines, Hamilton, Burlington, all through southern Ontario. The way I see it, and the reason I really like this idea out the gate, is if we get to a point you know, where it's like, hey, we need 100 new donors, we're yep. going to get there, it becomes a vote situation, right? You put yes. it up on every platform, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, sure. Twitter, yeah. options. We'll pick you know, like four or yeah. five available things that we can purchase. We take votes and we see. And we'll Photoshop them to see what they would look like on my head. Sure. And we'll have a little vote ski. That's that was the most fun about this idea. Yeah. Is like all the involvement. So But first we gotta get there. Let's make this happen. Again, give blood. That's the app. Mm-hmm. Canadian Blood Services. It, if it's been over two years, you count as a new donor. Please sign up. Obviously, again, it's to help lots of people, but then it's putting Carl in a real, real dumb toupee. For a week. Now speaking of blood, yep. uh, somebody actually had a quick question about giving. Yep. Hey man, I'd like to help out a good cause. Can I donate blood if I smoke weed every day? Now it's, you know, you laugh, but it is an honest question. I've had tons of people ask me this, and the answer is yes. Hey, okay, good. From the... Love it. From the blood.ca website under the cannabis heading, individuals who use cannabis may be eligible to donate. However, any evidence of intoxication or inability to give informed consent will prevent you from donating. So, yeah, it's not a big deal. Just don't also, show up blasted. Don't show up. 
stone, pretty much. That's it. There is a it's great a fair rule. If you head to blood.ca, right at the top of the page, uh, on the left-hand side, there's a little thing that just says, am I eligible? And you can click on it, and it takes you to a million different headings here. There's uh, ABCs of eligibility, uh, changes in donation criteria, all those questions that you may have to see, am I you know, a viable candidate? Mm. It's all there for you. Perfect. Okay. Uh, let's talk about, somebody wanted to let us know about a new movie coming out. There's a production company that's, a movie production company that's releasing a movie called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It's like a horror type uh, flick. Uh, I watched the trailer, it's on YouTube, it looks pretty legit. Um, my question is, what other like type of like childhood cartoon characters that you grew up with uh, would you want to see, you know, turn into like a horror film? I, we briefly discussed this at one point. I think this is where we figured out that I'm a that I'm a Winnie the Pooh defender. Yeah, a Winnie I think the this Pooh is where horror it came about. film. Yeah, it's weird, and I, I, much like he said, Bill, there, it does appear to be a real thing. Yeah, no, the movie exists, and it will be coming out on some platform somewhere. Yeah. I don't know why we need a Winnie the Pooh horror film. Not something I, I have interest in. I can't imagine sure. it's going to do well. No, I don't think so. Maybe there's a weird niche for it. Somebody on Twitter will find it funny or something. But in terms of seeing any childhood, uh, you know, characters go on a rampage in a murderous like slasher film, uh, to see the Muppets turn on the humans of Sesame Street mm-hmm. would be interesting. Like to see the Big Bird rampage. To the see. Big Bird. Rampage. To see Oscar emerge from the can, yeah, with motive, would be uh, with would, motive. would be something, you know, to see <laughs> to see the Cookie Monster uh, withheld his cookies and you know, smash through some store windows yeah. and go on a looting spree. I I think that's probably the route to go. That's pretty funny. That or Barney, Barney versus the kids. Remember the cartoon show Recess? Yeah. Live action. Murder, <laughs> action murdering reasons. rampage from recess. Thomas the Tank goes rogue. <laughs> uh, somebody, because <laughs> does he come off the tracks? Off the tracks. Thomas is off the tracks. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Thomas. don't worry. He'll stay on the tracks if we're just over. Thomas oh, no! <laughs> Thomas goes off the rails. <laughs> Sir Topham Hat can't stop him now. <laughs> Thomas goes rogue. Okay, I want to see that now. <laughs> I do want to. Also, may I say, Sir Topham Hat, such a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wanted to get upset with uh, something we did on the show All yesterday. Right. Would you like to hear what, it, what made him angry? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'd like to file a complaint. Mm-hmm. I was listening to your podcast, and you guys talked about freaking corn song. I hadn't heard about it until I listened to that podcast. And now that's all I'm on my goddamn For You page, and I'm starting to get pissed off. And I've only been on TikTok for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, once, the corn uh, song. Once it finds its way into your algorithm, it's tough to get away from. Me? I really like corn. <laughs> what do you like about corn? It's corn! Yeah. You should have seen the look on Carl's face I when I hit play on tra- that. I tried to go somewhere else. <laughs> Is it becoming Cars for Kids territory? No, we're not there. No. We're not there. But It's on its way? Yeah, it could get there. Yeah. Somebody suggested Clifford the Big Red Dog. Ooh. Ooh. Too big? Yeah. That's like a Godzilla situation. <laughs> Godzilla versus Clifford? Versus Clifford? Ooh. Let them fight.
905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Somebody here saying uh, if we do create a Thomas the Tank Engine horror film, you call it Crazy Train. Oh, there And you have Ozzy's Crazy Train as like the lead title track. Ozzy would sign off on that for sure. Tommy's going off the rails on the Crazy Train. Aye, aye. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. No, you're right. You're right. Hold on. Let's do that again. You've got the... Uh... What's that? Hold on. I'm doing something. Okay. Where is it? I don't know what he's trying to do here, folks. Okay. Well, you have, you have a good, um, like, deep voice. Uh-huh. So give me your best movie trailer. Say that line that he just wrote, okay? Okay. Okay, go. This summer, Thomas goes off the rails on a crazy train. <laughs> Sir Topham Hat can't stop him now. I, 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 <laughs> who's the so pick an actor so who uh, does the voice? <laughs> Billy Baldwin. Billy That's Baldwin. Thomas the Dick. Who's that? It's one of the other less famous Baldwins. Oh, okay. <laughs> in this summer's least hot blockbuster. Prepare to get railed. Starring Pete Davidson. <laughs> As the train. <laughs> Anyways, I need that movie now. I didn't know I needed it. Somebody said Thomas isn't a train. Yes, thank you. What is he? Tank engine. Oh. That's Thanks. not that's not a train? I don't know. He runs on a track, man. Yeah. It's a train. Come on. For the sake of this. <laughs> why would you even text it in? <laughs> <laughs> you ever had fun in your life? <laughs> that is look, I oftentimes I think Carl is being much too grouchy, but I have to agree with Carl on this one. I don't think that's a correction that needed to come in. That the actually crowd, come on. That is a correction. I don't think you needed to text. Sure, yeah, he's a tank engine. Okay, all right. We're just trying to make a fake movie trailer about with, talk with Billy Baldwin doing the voiceover work and Pete Davidson a part of it. Can we just make our fake movie trailer? No. What about? Okay, hold on. Yeah. So he's a is so he's a tank is yeah. a tank engine. Yes. Hmm. I'm trying to think of how we... No, see, there's no way to spin that to be funny. I know. The crazy train part was right there. Crazy tank? No, that doesn't work. Oh. That doesn't work at all. That... Mm. <laughs> You're right. That is a brutal, <laughs> brutal correction. Sometimes corrections can be okay. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah when we're actually wrong. Yeah. I... But nobody's. What if he chimes? Says, well, you actually were. So I was. Yeah, just, I know. But we're being funny, though. Yeah. And that makes up for being wrong. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> yeah, as far is that as how I, it works? Uh, as far as I've seen. Yeah, yes. That is how it works. <laughs> I. I just feel like there's. At some point, as you're typing that out by text. I know that's do fine. You, do you stop and do you go? Am I adding to the? Even our momentum now derailed. Yeah. You got any more train jokes? No. No. No more train jokes. No more tank engine jokes. <laughs> I really was excited about the trailer. I know. I thought we did a great job there, but oh well. Soap and Brown Show. 
Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Text message came in and said, don't worry, boys. I want to see the Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> horror film. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed it, we, yeah. somebody jokingly asked on the machine, what's a cartoon that you could turn into a horror film? Or like a children's show mm-hmm. from your youth that you'd like to see you know, brought into. It's based on this, this Winnie the Pooh horror film yeah. slasher thing that's coming out. And we, we were just suggesting you know, Sesame Street would be okay, Barney, Tom, but, Thomas the Tank. And then we were jokingly going to call it Crazy Train. Yeah. The trailer was going to have that yeah. in it, which is awesome. This summer. <laughs> and somebody chimed in and said, you know. It's not a Thomas is not a train and tank engine. One of the biggest fun police moves I've ever. You're Buzz Killington. Oh my god! I I'll tell you if if you can break me, yeah, then you've really done it. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It actually stopped you in your tracks, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) that was good. (laughs) Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, do it one more time for me. It actually stopped you in your tracks. We need that as a button. Calmly puts on sunglasses. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, we need the CS. Was it CSI? Yeah, yeah. I think we need. I think we need one of those. From those times where you have the like cool guy like finish line. Yeah, yeah. I think we need it. All right, you I let me know can... if you have another one. I'm yeah, if I come up. to it, I will here. But yeah, text message here said you broke Soper. You've really done it now. I car every morning. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have I have to hear Carl and you know be upset about something from the sure sure sure. It's not hard to upset Carl. No no no. Very thin skinned, translucent. My God! If you you get both of us, yeah, it's true. Oh, then you've really done it. Yeah, they got you on it. (laughs) You've really done it. Uh, One text here before I want to I want to let you know about a story out of Colorado that maybe is something worthy to keep on mind. Uh, Got a note here. This is from uh, who's this one from? I didn't sign the text actually. Uh, I said, yesterday, it was a work. I was doing a 20-liter oil change. Everything going smoothly, no mess, no muss, until I was literally finishing putting the drain plug in. Ratchet fell out of my hand, hit the bucket, oil everywhere. For some reason, the only thing that popped into my head to do was sigh, look at it, and go, spread me at the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. That's great. We're, uh, we're, we're finding our way in, eh? <laughs> Spread me at the zoo. <sighs> Spread me at the zoo. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's get this uh, speeding ticket yes. story coming up. About six minutes on the Soper and Brown Show. <laughs> Allison Chains, Soper and Brown Show, 97.7. Hits FM. So, school's back in on Tuesday here. Is that right? Everybody's uh, kids yes. are back for like an hour or something on yeah. Tuesday. Everybody... No, no, they go full. Oh, they full day yeah, Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, is it really? Day. Well, at least for elementary and oh, yeah? where my kids are. It's... Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a, you go in and like maybe it's high school and you go yeah. and get your class schedule and then. Yeah, I don't know. I know for then, my kids well, they're in. So, Tuesday, everything's back in. It's a good reminder. School zone's back in effect on Tuesday for those who might see them on your morning commute. Uh, some, in some states, though, school start a little early, you know, before Labor Day, Denver being one of them. Uh, and here, Colorado police ticketed a driver going, now hear this. Okay. 69 miles per hour. Oh, nice. I mean, not in nice. a 20 mile per hour school zone. Oh, Jesus. 69 in a 20. What does that work out to kilometers so we can? 69K? Yeah. I'll do that. You do 20. Okay. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> 69 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. 32. <laughs> is 20 is the 20? Yeah. 111. 
He was going 111 in a 32? <laughs> so basically 110 in the 30 zone. That's not good. 69 That's miles per bad. hour in a 20 mile per hour zone. Uh, the driver had their fine doubled. Six points in the license. That's bad. Police said the fine could be up to you. 420 bucks. Okay, hold on a second. Are you telling me this man was going 69? Yes. And they fined him 420? <laughs> That's what I'm telling oh, you. Oh, they did that on purpose, right? <laughs> That's on purpose. Is this it? like if we find him this and he was going? Does this get national? Is this the like the national reminder for school zones are back in effect as of Tuesday? Gives you an excuse to do the PSA, but also a sixty nine four twenty joke. Yeah, or is I this think just that was a, on purpose? Is this just a Colorado's a weed friendly state? We find everyone four hundred twenty bucks. No, I think they had a sense of humor <laughs> about this. I think that's a sense of humor. It's a fair reminder, and also a little funny. But 69 in a 20 zone. Yeah, so Dude. again, to, to equate it for us, 111 in a, or 110 in a you 30. You say 110 to 30 approximately is a, is a fair comparison. Think about this for a sec. We all have been through a school zone, and here the school zone is a 35, right? Think, or 35 or 30? Oh, maybe, 30. Maybe it is 30. Yeah. yeah. Either way, just imagine for a second. Imagine driving 110 through a school zone. <laughs> Think to the last school zone you went and uh-huh. imagine going 110 through it. Yeah. That is wild. That's insane. That is a stupid speed. Yeah. And it's like, you know, schools typically on like, you know, a residential street for the most part, right? Yeah. Like typically, there's a few that are on, you know, yeah, maybe some uh, you know, like two-lane highway kind of things, but for the most part, schools in a residential area. Get Even- up to 110. Even on a weekend, right? Yeah. When school's not in. Yeah. I still can't imagine going 110 in a school zone. Unbelievable. That is crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anywhere but a highway, really. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, you know, going on Westchester Ave and St. Catharines, or maybe. Yes. Yeah, look, I'm not saying you should. <laughs> I'm just saying especially, though, in a school zone. Which oh, there is- you go. School zones in Ontario, you 40. Oh, okay. Like 40 here? Is that right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm. And I just typically go when yeah. I'm supposed to in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just know. I don't have any on my commute, so I'm not typically in through there. But you know, 40K? All right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That is. Yeah. But shout out to them for the 69, 420. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. The joke was there and you Four, did it. 420 almost seems light, doesn't it? In terms of the fine? Yeah. When you think about I the speed. I like that's an impounding situation. Yeah, maybe I should think so. be. Yeah. Jesus. Default Soper and Brown Show. Queen and Bowie, 977. It's FM. It's a Soper and Brown Show. Carl, when's the last time you were stung by a bee? You know? Do you uh, yeah, like 20, 2018. 2018? Yeah, I was, I was driving. I was actually I was driving home from work in the summer. I had my arm like out the window. I was doing about 80, yeah. uh, like, like two lane road. And a bee stuck into my forearm while oh. I was driving home. I was still about five or six oh. minutes from home. I physically pulled the bee and stinger out of my arm and had to just grind it out on Ooh. the whole way home. And then try and explain to my wife why I was frantically searching in the freezer for an ice pack instead of being like, how was your day? What's going on? I was like, get out of my way! <laughs> 
George Costanza yeah, house on fire yeah, throwing kids. Absolutely. Yeah, shoving down grandmas. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, recently enough. If memory serves me correct, my stepdad was riding a motorcycle once, yeah. B, yeah. right in the middle of his finger. Yeah. And said he had to just same thing. Mm-hmm. Just. Because you don't want to. Woo, no, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, slow down a bit and just kind of try to gain my bearings. And then just the whole way home. <laughs> I think every red light from there on. Of course, I, I was attacked by blue bees at once in my life. Blue, blue. The bees were blue. Neat. Um, it was less neat when it was happening. Yeah, because it hurt. It was like sure. it was like I we were playing football mm-hmm. and classic threw the football up and it hit a tree, yeah. which knocked down the nest. <laughs> Looney Tunes ass. Oh, it was, and I just happened to be the one standing there. Ah, are they blue? That sucked. Yeah, that yeah. it was weird. I'll right. tell you. Um, but I got a story here. Uh, out of Ohio, where a man was recently trimming down a lemon tree mm. when he accidentally cut into an African killer bee nest. In Ohio? Yeah. Huh. Austin Bellamy is his name. He was stung by over 20,000 bees. Oh, my God. He swallowed about 30 of them. <laughs> What? Austin was rushed to the hospital where he was placed in a medically induced coma so he can recover. His mother said it looked like he was covered in a blanket of bees when he was being attacked. Oh, my God. Doctors believe Austin, though, is going to make a full recovery. What are you? You're going to wake up swatting at things. Whenever you pull that guy out of that coma? I uh, Yeah. I, <laughs> get some stuff unplugged and give him some space. You're going to wake up swinging. <laughs> You're probably right. Right? No, you're probably right. You went, you, you went to sleep as uh, Nicholas Cage in The Wicker Man. Yeah, you're going to... Really? Oh, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Out of my eyes! Ah! This is the dumbest <laughs> scene of a movie you ever. Know, I've never even seen the full film. No, I've only no. ever seen that part. It's the worst CGI job ever, too. It's enough for me. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Poor dude. Uh, the Wicker Man. You can look Twenty twenty thousand 20,000 bees stung him. How many were in the bloody nest? I. That's great, a hell of a nest. Great question. If you were attacked, if I told you yes. you're going to be attacked by 20,000 of yeah. something called African killer bees. Yes. I don't think I'm, I didn't think I'd survive. No, I assume they live up to the name. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not actually killer? No, just aggressive. Oh, well then call them aggressive. African aggressive bees? Yeah, yeah. When you pitched me this story, I did not think that Ripley, Ohio was going to be the home of it. I figured he right? was, you know, trimming down a lemon tree in- Ghana? Yeah, Botswana, something. Yeah, you know. No, just not too far. Well, I mean, far enough, but- How far is Ripley, Ohio from It's here? very, it's drivable for sure. Is it? Yeah. Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Don't look. I'm going to look. <laughs> okay. You're okay. going to guess. So, uh-huh. um, hold on. Ripley, Ohio. Where yeah. this happened? Okay, I want the uh, hour and minutes. Uh, Ripley. Where is Ripley? Where is Ripley? It depends, because I know, like, again, I've just done the Ohio road trip, so I was, you know, Cleveland was three and a half. Mm-hmm. Columbus was about 90. I have no idea where Ripley is in the state. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say seven hours. You're going to lock in a, a, a clear-cut seven hours. Seven hours and 14 minutes. The correct answer is seven hours and 53 minutes. That's pretty incredible, actually. That's pretty good. I thought I saw signs near Columbus and near uh, Fairfield for Ripley. Yeah. 
which was in the wow. southern part of the state. I had look at you. I had a very vague memory of seeing signs for that when I was yeah? in uh, sorry in Cincinnati and uh, and Fairfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got in the, in the frame at least, eh? Oh, but yeah, you as soon as you hit the seven, and then I tried to throw you a lifeline. Mm. Like, give me some, give me a minute. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> seven flats, not oh, exciting. I was ready to call you a big dumb idiot yeah. and stuff too. I had like sound effects I was gonna play and make fun of you. Oh, that was pretty good. No, oh. that was pretty good. <laughs> I got too close to it. For yeah, you. then you did well. Uh, you did well. Yeah, hate Anyways, that. Hate I, to see that. I cannot. I I I think it's insane. Also, he swallowed them. That sucks. Thirty of them. 30 of them. I cannot believe he survived. How did they get him out? Are any bees actually killer? If he swallowed 30 of them, are we talking like into the digestive tract? Or yes. once they put him in the coma, did they retrieve the bees? No, I imagine they were broken down within him. They nah. stung him on the way down. Yeah. It sounds very awful. This is like an awful situation. Oh, man. But man, I cannot believe that he survived the ordeal. Would you not hear a nest of 20,000 bees as you're trimming said lemon tree? I mean, you'd think, but maybe right? you got the headphones on, you know, like a big loud chainsaw or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't want to blame him too much because, like, yeah, things happen. Yeah, he gets like 4% of it tops. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's tops. even a lot for me. You got to be aware. Yeah? Maybe wear your surroundings. Yeah? I don't know. Who just... in their right mind thinks African killer bees have know, made a man. nest in your lemon tree? I don't know. But you're like around, the, I just feel like you'd have some signs that there would be a couple of bees around. And if I saw enough, I'd wonder, maybe there's a nest near here. Mm. 20,000? It's also lemon trees. I'm sure you have to deal with wasps and stuff all Probably. the time. Probably. Are any bees actually killer? Are, are, look, hear me out. Are hornets and bees filthy liars? <laughs> have we been lied to this whole time? I mean, 20,000 stings and they got them. That's, I'm just saying. They're yeah. called killer bees yeah. and they sung them 20,000 times and he survived i'm gonna go ahead and say it african Af- liar bees <laughs> <laughs> finish the job huh? that's the one the best it's disturbed 97.7 hits fm soper and brown show uh talking about this guy in ohio that was attacked by african killer bees 20,000 mm-hmm. of them is going to make a recovery. Swallowed 30 of them. Yeah, and they still crazy. say he's making it out of it, which it's is crazy. why we're renaming them African liar bees. I also mentioned when I was a kid, I got attacked by blue bees. Yeah. If you look it up, it's a real thing. Yep. Um, I like the text that said, only Soper would be attacked <laughs> by a swarm of something that most Canadians yeah. will never likely see. Yeah, we're renaming you Matt Statistical Anomaly Soper. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, you, you know what's funny? Huh? Sorry if I... No, so please. As I'm getting attacked, I, I'm, we're in a park, I just start running. I'm running away from it, right? I'm scared. That tends to be the best strategy. And my dad is behind me. Uh-huh. He's now chasing after me, right? Right, going, come back, come back. And I'm like, because I'm just running, right? Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm like seven. Yeah. So I'm... I am sprinting, and he's like, no, come back, come back. And I'm taking off, and I'm yelling, help, help, over in the parking lot. Yeah. There is a bunch of firefighters who right. are doing some demonstration. Who now see a man chasing you as a you're young screaming kid. for help. Yes. They admitted after, like, oh, we thought like there was like an abduction situation going on. And you know what? If they would have grabbed him, it probably would have been better in the long term, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. yes. See? Yes. You knew then. Yeah. Great intuition. Yeah. <laughs> the only killer bees I was ever aware of growing up were, you know, B. Brian Blair and Jumping Jim Brunzel. And the they, hell does that mean? Well, it was a tag team, the killer bees. And they were also fairly oh. ineffective. Did you just make bees into wrestling? I sure did. You did not just I make did. bees into wrestling. Did you see the gimmick where they'd switch? They had the mask. They would switch on and off. Little uh, little thing there. 
You know, but, I often say. But you're right, though. They weren't very good. They never won the tag belts or anything. Mostly got beat up. I often say that, you know, no one knows what you're talking about, and then everybody chimes it. I feel confident that most people have no idea what you're talking no, about here. No, they were pretty pro- they were prominent during a during like They the, were prominent. Yes, during like the 80s era, like 86 to 88, they were they were somewhat prominent. Yes. You're telling me that we're going to get legitimate texts from people who go, "Oh yeah." Oh yeah, Jim Brunzel, B Brian Blair. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they wore like B outfits, dude. They were pretty recognizable. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me on this one. I look. I know. I always get proved wrong, and I don't want anybody to actually text if you don't know, and just to be on Carl's side. I want to legitimately know if you have any idea. If what anybody I'm knows about. what Carl is talking All right, about, fair and legitimately, okay. <laughs> that was a rep. That was a hell of a reference. They had figures, like they had the like the LJN, yeah. like the rubber figures. They had. They were big enough that they had figures. Man, there's multiple people saying here they know. I'm just you know what I'm just I don't believe them I don't believe them I think they're lying I think you're lying you just want Carl to be right no you thought the bees were lying now who's lying it's you (laughs) I'm I'm shook up I'm all shook up yeah let's start with the train thing now you're really shook all right (laughs) you want to do should we do Carl versus the world I don't know. Skip it today. We got no. We do have to do it. Oh, we have to. do Well, that? yeah. We got a lot of max vouchers. Right. Okay. Well then. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. I'll give, do it then. Give me a second. If I have to. Give me a second. I need to come down from everyone <laughs> lying to me in the text box, and we'll play in ten minutes. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Soper and Brown Show. That's Bleaker nine seven seven hits FM Soper and Brown Show. Yes, lots of people mm-hmm. apparently knew the Killer B yeah. reference. Jumping Jim Brunzel, a great drop kick. That is a great name. I'll give you that. Jim Brunzel. Jumping Jim Brunzel. Yeah, that's B. pretty Brian good. B. Brian Blair. Yeah. That's pretty good. That one, that name, not as good. Not as good? No, yeah. No, no, no. The other one's better. Is there any uh, family feud categories for tag teams of the 1980s in WWF? There is not. Unfortunately. Who would be the number one answer, though, if there was? Number one tag team of the 80s? I think most people might see the British Bulldogs. Yeah. Bulldogs were really big. The Hearts were big. Um... Strike Force big. Demolition was big in the later portion of it. All right, all right, the Rockers. All right, all right. But that's mostly like 88, 89. Let's get to Carl Feud. If you want to have a chance to Bolsheviks. win $100 worth of vouchers for the, the Lotto Max draw, Rougeau Brothers. We'll take caller six and caller nine right now. The Machines. Uh, 905 688 Moon Dogs, maybe. Give us a call. Now. Now. It's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl Feud. What have I done this week? Am I one and two? I believe so. That feels right. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. You're playing on behalf of Dalton in Welland. Dalton. And the battle of Welland versus Port Colburn. We got Dave. Dave, good morning, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Very well, man. Good, man. Let me ask you, in your opinion... Which is the better city, Port Colburn or Welland? Well, I've lived in both. Welland was about five years. I've been in Port Colburn for 20 years, so I'm mm. going to go with Port Colburn. Port there Colburn. You go. Okay. Well, you know now you have to do this for your city, right? Oh, of course. This is big bragging rights. You can't lose to Welland, Dave. Okay. Uh, Dalton and Welland sits on hold and hopes Carl can get the win. We have family feud questions. I assume you've seen the game. You know how it works? 
Yes, I am. 100 people surveyed. You're each going to answer the same question. Higher-ranked answer gets a point. First to three points wins. And we will let you answer the first question first, and then we we will alternate. Make sense? Okay. All right, man. Let's kick things off. Tell me something. Again, 100 people surveyed. Tell me something you swallowed an hour ago. (laughs) Water. Water. Uh, I'm going to go coffee. Water was number two on the list. Right. Coffee did not make the list. Didn't make the cuts. Which means, Dave, point for you. What was number one? Number one, air. Now that bothers air. that bothers me more than the, <laughs> than, the than the hair versus grass. Uh, what yesterday. do you grow? Thing. Yeah. Swallowed. Air. That was number one answer. Was wow. air. An hour ago, that's when you swallowed it. Number three, yeah. <laughs> number three was food. Number four, saliva. All right, Carl, get out. You'll answer first for this one. All right. <laughs> uh, name something you would see a commercial for while watching golf. Uh, while watching golf. Hmm. Uh, luxury car. Luxury car. Yeah. Dave. Uh... Wow, I'm going blank here. Um, let's go with soft drinks. Soft drinks. Uh, luxury cars or just cars? Number two on the list. Nice. Good answer. Uh, soft drinks did not make Ooh. the list. I would also guess uh, Viagra and other golf products and fancy watches. Viagra, number one oh, on was the it? list? Yeah. Other golf products, number four on the list. Do they have watches I can't afford? Watches, no. Number three was beer. Oh. Okay, 1-1. One, one. Uh, Dalton, or pardon me, Dave, you'll answer first for this one. Okay. If I say doctor, what's the first thing you think of? Sick. What's the first thing? When you say doctor, what's the first thing I think of? Mm-hmm. 100 people surveyed. Clinic. Clinic. So being sick was number four on the list. All right. Clinic did not make the list. Sure. <laughs> where, were they, where would they work? Um, number one was white coat. Number two was stethoscope. And number three was pills or medicine. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, number five on that list, Johnny Sins. You can look that up yourself. He came in at number five. Number five. He came in <laughs> at number five. Mm. Uh, okay, Carl, you'll answer first for this one. Although, Dave, get the point, you win. One of the world's greatest athletes. Okay. If a squirrel yep. was going to get into a boxing match to protect its food, who is it most likely to box? Who is the squirrel most likely to box? To protect so, its food. So what you're suggesting is what other animal is most likely to steal food from a squirrel's nest? And then get into a fight with it. Uh, a bird. I want you to imagine them with little boxing gloves. I'm trying to. You're going bird? Sure. Okay. Dave? Can I say another squirrel? You can say another squirrel. <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. Another squirrel. Well, you guys finally both hit the board, which okay. is good. And good. you did go one, two. The number one answer to give Dave the win is another squirrel. <laughs> Beauty. There you go. <laughs> Imagine is squirrels that, a boxing glove. That's the thing. You're just another squirrel. Yeah. All right. 
Dave, well done, buddy. Three points. Thanks. Gets you the win. $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Dalton, we will have to cut you loose. Sorry, buddy. Dave, stay in the line. Congrats. We'll get your info off air, all right? Okay, thank you. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. Uh, text message came in during uh, Carl feud. Carl just took the L. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, did you ask what other animal would a squirrel box to protect his food? Because I would think other would imply not another. Just saying, yeah. if Mount Brown is rumbling, I get it. I'll reread the question. Mm-hmm. If a squirrel was going to get into a boxing match to protect With? its food, who is it most likely to box? Okay. That completely leaves it open to anything. Gotcha. I did not say other. On that, so bird was where on the list? Uh, not- so it was one, two. Another right. squirrel was one. Mm-hmm. Bird was two. Yep. Chipmunk was three. Yep. Uh, cat was four. Right. Raccoon, five. Okay. Dog, six. Rabbit, seven. Yep. Mm, eight, human. You got all the way to eight? You got eight different responses on that yeah. from 100 folks? Yeah. No consensus, eh? Yeah. Mm. I don't love that one. The swallowing air thing was trash, too. Yes. Absolute trash. Some of these are... This yeah. is this game is designed to make Carl angry. Yeah, it does well, too. It's <laughs> a reason I don't watch the program, I guess, eh? All right, let's get to rapid-fire questions. Brought to you by our friends at Score Pizza. Yes. In a few minutes, we're going to get somebody in the draw for a gift card at Score Pizza, downtown St. Catharines. Have a delicious hit pie on us. If you would like a chance to win, send in some questions. 977-977, something for Carlos, myself, Hits Nation. Now's your time. We got answers, and we'll do it in about eight minutes. So get them in. CHTZ, an iHeart radio station. And let's fire it. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Rapid fire questions brought to you by our friends at Score Pizza. Yes, it is. Score Pizza, stone fired and real fast. You can check out Score Pizza downtown St. Catharines, St. Paul, and James. Order online, scorepizza.ca, home of the Hits Pizza. And we are collecting best questions for a $50 gift card, which we Let's will go. award tomorrow. Where do you want to start? I got a bunch of them here. Uh, let's start with this one. You've got $7. Okay. Plus tax okay. to spend on any fast food value menu. Where are you taking your seven bucks for the best meal? I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's Wendy's. They get the best value menu there is. What's a JBC run you? It's like two twenty nine or something like that. Junior bacon price. What's the price here? I think it's two twenty nine. I thought it was two nineteen, but yeah, I think we're in that right in that range. Either way, I'm yeah. gonna get a JBC, a chicken wrap. And a small fry for the seven bucks. You know, it's summertime. You go two JBCs and a frosty. Sure. There you go. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's they have the best value menu hands out <laughs> in terms of the price is good yeah. and the quality is good. Yeah, you're you're fair there. It's yeah. number one. I think two JBCs and a small frosty might be the cut. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I'd take it right now. Actually, yeah, I would. <laughs> I want it. If you guys could trade a personality flaw with each other, what would you pick? So if you take a flaw from me and give it to you and a flaw from you and give it to me. Carl has an incredible ability to be curious about nothing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I could say to him, ooh, I've got this idea. He'll go, mm-hmm. okay. And I'll go, you know what? I'll tell you tomorrow. And yeah. he'll just go, okay. 
Yeah. And forget about and it. And I will not bother you. It will not occupy space in my mind. No. You'll bring it up to me tomorrow and go, oh, right, that conversation. Yeah. I'm the, like, if anybody's like, oh, you guys should do an interview with whoever, I have to have Matt here for the interview. Yeah. Because like, I'm a curious person, but I I, um, I I read and consume my information in just a different way yeah. versus like sitting down and picking the brain of somebody. I'm too self interested. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be good because it would occupy less space in you. What would I give you from me? I think just the no, you take from me. No, I know I take that, but yeah. then I have to give, or then you have to. What do I have to get from you then? Yeah, yeah. I have to get. Uh, I guess your optimism. Yeah, I could be more trusting. Yeah, my brain immediately goes to the <laughs> not <laughs> trusting side. Yeah, and that could be for anything. When somebody reaches out to us, somebody texts in, somebody uh, whatever, I immediately you assume the worst. You know, anything from the you know anything but a boat competition. I'm immediately going, oh, the liability is incredible. There's yeah. no way we ever get away with this. And you're like, no, it's fun to dream though. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, take a little bit of that. Which two holiday mascots would be a pay per view worthy fight? So, number one is Santa Claus. You got to get Santa in there. He's the draw. Yeah. He's the draw. No but, doubt. He's but, your Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's but, your Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's the, he's the Hogan. He's right? the, the Hulkster yeah. of holiday mascots. Yeah. But who does he fight? He's Conor McGregor of the UFC. <sighs> okay, so... Like what's the what's a Valentine's mask guy? Is it a little little it's Cupid, Cupid thing? Cupid, yeah. I don't Cupid, really want to see that. Cupid and, and Santa doesn't sell tickets. Does does, does he fight the bunny? Does Santa and, and the Easter Bunny sell tickets? Yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe. Easter Easter Bunny, I who think. Else is, is, who is else up has there? got a real significant like what's like I can't say that like Halloween has a real significant one what single about Santa versus a witch? Is it just Santa versus the Halloween monster of the year kind of thing? Yeah. Is it like Hogan with the Bobby Heenan family? And it's like, okay, it's Big John Stud, and then it's uh, Paul Orndorff, and then it's King Kong Bundy. Don't get that. All right. Um, I think it's going to be him versus the rabbit. It's the two It's the two most significant yeah. mascot-ish kind of mm-hmm. things. Or perhaps Santa versus Santa from other culture. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, you know, like the Dutch have like the... Uh, the the you Krampus, know. Christmas Krampus. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of like Santa versus one of the evil Santas. Like how they did Undertaker versus Undertaker, SummerSlam 94. Don't get that one either. Fine. Oh, how about this? Yep. Santa versus the May 2-4 mascot. <laughs> the fl- a flat of beer? It's a guy <laughs> in a flannel vest, uh-huh. cut off jean shorts. Yeah. He's he's got a two four, and he's soaking and, wet because he tried to go camping on yep. a long weekend. <laughs> and pack of darts in the front pocket. Yeah, uh-huh. bring it on, Santa. Uh, have you ever opened a fruit cup successfully without spilling the juice? One out of ten tries. Yeah, actually, to the point where when I open it now at home, I go to the sink, pierce it, turn it upside down, squeeze a bunch of the juice out, and then open the thing because it truly is a uh, a losing battle. When we, I was. Um, at our friend's cottage in the summer. Five kids there, right? And there was fruit cups. Oh. And they said, oh, can we have a fruit cup? And I went, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to open them for you because right. you guys are going to get juice everywhere. First one I opened, squirted juice across the table. These kids mercilessly oh, laughed yeah. and teased me. Rest of the weekend. Honestly, I deserved it. I would have called your fruit cup the rest oh, of the weekend. Oh, I deserved yeah. it. Couldn't, <laughs> I've never crashed and burned so hard. I'll take this. God, I'm the responsible Im- adult here. Oh, it was embarrassing. Sploosh. From Joe the Carpenter, if one sport had to go, which sport would you choose? So you're just completely and totally eliminating 
a sport from the ground up, from the amateur level to the very top of the pros, you're eliminating a sport. Okay, so going to be. I don't care that much about bowling. Bowling, I enjoy to do maybe once a year. Should be just a. But a, if I never bowled again, yeah. I'd probably move on with Could my just life. Be a leisure activity. Are we allowed to leisurely do it still? Is it just? Are, are we just? Are we removing the activity itself, or, or do we just remove the like? No one can do this professionally professional. anymore. Because yeah, I think the world's yeah. okay without professional bowling. Bowling's a pretty good answer, That's honestly. It. That's think, a pretty good answer. It's okay, I'm going to give you that one. Okay. Uh, from Sarah, what is the origin of the? Oh yeah, I've heard it in so many places. I don't know if you guys got it from something or not. It was just an internet thing. Just a weird internet that trend. we stole and made ours. Yeah, and now it's, it's ours. Yeah, and if anybody else does it. Those they stole it from us. That's what I'll tell everybody <laughs> until right. the day I die. What is the smallest thing that has made Mount Brown erupt? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I mean, I mean, pick on, a di- yeah, every on, day is different. on air or off air. Yeah, because yeah, off air is different. Uh, I'd say the smallest thing that you is, can remember right now uh, is when you and I leave the building when we're carpooling most days. And we have some very narrow streets near us here at the White House of Rock. If yeah. you've ever driven around Yates Street in this area, often, often there are people that have completely blocked off the street to do home renovation projects, street work, whatever it may be, forcing you and I to backtrack and illegally go up a one-way street, mm-hmm. which then people come down sometimes or is also blocked on occasion, yep. trapping us at work. Or forcing us to take evasive maneuvers. And that gets me hot. It does get you very angry. Because there's no escape route. And they just block it off, doing their thing. No one seems to understand that I cannot backtrack and go the other way. Yeah. And I get frustrated. He he takes it as a personal vendetta against him. I do. Somehow. I take it very personally. You work it into your brain that they're doing this just to thwart you. Once again, though. That is that. I mean, that is me in a nutshell. Yeah, I take it as a personal attack. Yeah, I take your misstep in traffic. I take the eight car line in Tim Hortons. Yeah, everything it's is personally a, against him. Once again, we'll have a bad interview. <laughs> Thinking about me, baby. If you had to choose one animal to eat you to completion, who would it be and why? Or what would it be and why? That's from Mike. One animal to so consume you me. Are, you are going to get eaten. There's no way out. You're not fighting your way out. You are going to get eaten by an animal, land, air, sea, doesn't matter. What's it going to be? I mean, I, I want... I want something that's gonna. You want the quick one, right? Kill me immediately, real quick. Yeah. Is it an elephant? Because they're likely gonna stomp me first. Is the trample the quickest way to go? I think it's got to be up there. Yeah. Right. I was thinking shark, but God, what if it takes leg first? And now I and am. Now you're. Oh. Yeah. Whale, but then I'm. Oh God, I'm going in their stomach. Terrible way to go. I. Well, snake bite. Snake bite, like venom kills you, and then they, you know. Unhinged jaw, consume whole body. You're still going to slowly like, mm, yeah. feel some pain before you go out. Fast acting venom. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think, I, I think I'm going elephant in the hopes that they take me down first. Just the largest trample imaginable. Yeah, that's yeah. what I trample me. Trample me, daddy. Uh, <laughs> like this one. <laughs> if Satan opened up a heck, a softer version of hell. What are some tortures that would go on there? Heck. Ah, uh, you're going to heck. Uh, just, mm. it's just below purgatory. I think it's like- Where are you now? You constantly stub- Every every morning you wake up, you stub your toe. 
Your right? shoelaces you, never stay tied. You hit your shin. Your socks always wet. Just a little wet. Always wet. You order your coffee in the morning. It's always incorrect. Yeah, it's all, always. All the smallest things. Your meat for dinner, yeah. always undercooked. You'll never flip your away. Pa- your pasta you, undercooked. You know when you flip away from a channel to avoid a commercial? You always land on another commercial. Yep. Every and, red light when you're driving through yeah. heck, you hit every <laughs> red light. Driving through heck. Yeah. They never and have. And when, when you're walking through heck yeah. and you get to the intersection, yeah. it's just like the light has just turned so you have to wait. There's no walk sign. You never successfully... Eat an avocado at the correct time again. Oh, yeah, it's brown and mushy. Rock hard the next day. Oh, rock hard. Absolutely yeah. useless. Throw it in the trash. Oh, yeah, rock hard's worse than yeah. mushy. You'll never have a banana at the right time. Ooh, All man. that kind of stuff. Nothing, nothing is ever right. Your peaches are like woody. They're mm-hmm. not that soft. They're just, right. yeah. Same with your pears. <laughs> oh, man. You, did you hate when your peaches are woody? Oh. <laughs> I like that. Now, this, I've done some digging into. Maybe this is a larger conversation. Have you guys heard about the Port Colborne mayor situation? Okay. I want to I think we need to dive deeper into okay. this tomorrow. So we won't spend a ton of time on this right now. I'll just outline the absolute brass tacks and details here. This is amazing. Here. So uh we know uh not like personally, but I have met and would recognize and say hello to uh Mayor Bill Steele uh, in Port Colborne. He called us ugly once. He did. Uh and I I did some stuff with him at uh at Canal Days and and we uh we look, chilled a little bit. Look who's talking, Bill. Yeah. So he is he was running unopposed for mayor. Uh, it looked that way until a challenger emerged. The challenger being his brother Charles. Oh. We are to find out that Bill and Charles have not spoken to each other in 30 years. <laughs> Does Port Colburn have a debate portion of Dude. their mayoral campaign? Dude. 30 years is a long time not to talk to somebody, bud, even by accident. I mean, you both live in Port Colborne. We have... 30 years? We have, like, a small-town mayor race that is going to be, be, be battled between brothers who don't speak? This is a movie! This is... This is a movie! Yeah. This is like... like it, Will Ferrell and yeah. John C. Riley are going to play the roles. This is a subplot of Parks and Rec. Something like that. You know I, what I mean? I want to break this down more tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to yeah. talk more about it, because it is... It is just uh, incredibly, incredibly interesting. Like, what do you like for best question it's, there? It's the Ready? heck thing. It's the heck? Oh, no doubt Satan about it. Satan opens a heck? It's an incredible question. <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show. It's Muse with the Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 hits FM. Rapid fire questions. Really enjoyed the person who said, there's now a heck, a lower level of hell. What are the most unfortunate things that would happen? Wolf said, there's never new Soper and Brown shows, only reruns. Only best ofs? Oh, no. Oh, no. Also, I want to make a request. I actually think we should throw another person in the draw. For the score pizza gift card? Yeah, sure. The guy who threw in the which, Santa versus Yeah, which holiday mascots mm-hmm. uh if they got into a fight would sell the most pay per views. And we both said that Santa Claus versus Easter Bunny. Uh, well, just blank. Yeah. Santa Claus is Santa's the, main draw. the draw. He's your Hulk Hogan. He's your Connor McGregor. Yeah. He's your Mike Tyson. He's right? your pay per view draw. He, he's the guy. Yep. You know people are going to tune in. So Santa's your number mm-hmm. one. Who yep. does he go against? And you had said it's probably Easter Bunny it's number be the two. the Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just the most recognizable, right? Hey, he'd squash. Uh, he'd squash Cupid. Oh yeah. Destroy him. No, no doubt about that. 
The, we did throw around some votes for any kind of Halloween monster. Yeah, like it's a, I think it's that's a up Jack there. Skellington kind of thing or whatever. It just could be anything. Frankenstein. I like the idea of Santa fighting other Santas from parts of the world or yeah, other Father yeah. Christmas figures from yeah. around the world. Um, somebody did say that just go up against Leprechaun for uh, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, okay. not bad. Yeah, there you go. Although I did enjoy the text that said Santa versus Jesus, rightful title owner of Christmas. Of course. Birthday. Belts on the line. Yeah, he might feel that he's been, you know, pushed aside in the in the name of uh, Father Christmas. And their rematch, Easter. Easter. Santa comes for Easter. Now Santa picks the uh, location for the Christmas fight, North mm-hmm. Pole, yep. perhaps. Jesus picks the location mm-hmm. for the uh, Easter rematch. Okay. Cave fight. I don't understand that joke. That's where he put him in the cave, and then he resurrected. Oh, is that what it was? Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I don't know. Can you read um, your books? No. Um, <laughs> I, what happens then? Okay, let's say Santa takes the first one. Yeah. Rematch at Easter. Santa takes Easter. Takes both? Then what? Two belts? Oh. Do we have to have two Christmases? Santa, two belts. Two Christmases? Two double Christmases. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if he wins? Just Easter. If, if Santa wins, he makes a new rule. Easter, same weekend every year. Oh, okay. I'd be on no board more, with that. no more floating holiday. I'd actually. That's be... what he puts on the line. He says, "Here's the deal. I'll meet you on your mm. turf. Mm. I come to your terms, your type of match, Jesus." I actually think I actually. But if I that. win, yeah. it's the second weekend of April, and, and that's it. I'd be rooting for Santa. What a promo! I, I, I'm writing it myself. Yeah, right now. <laughs> on the mic. Yeah. yeah, I beat you once. I'll beat you again. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Oh, and Santa, Santa Claus's finisher, we call it the sleigh ride. <laughs> or is it the jingle bells? The jingle bells sets up the sleigh ride. Yeah, the, yeah, you hit him with the jingle bells. The sleigh ride's the finish, though, and it's, uh, I wonder if sleigh, sleigh ride sounds like it could be like a like a finishing, like a submission move. Oh, yeah? And a sleigh ride, yeah. I was thinking it's some kind of power bomb situation. Yeah, something with, yeah. Yeah, that's something kind lift of up. what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I'm pulling for Santa in this match. <laughs> Just to lock it in. The Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. Let's get to what we learned. And I do want to yes. really quickly, one more time, re-rack the holiday bash. Right. You want to you spill out the whole card? I actually have a great idea that yeah. I want to run by you. And okay. again, somebody asked the question, if we were going to take all the holiday figures, holiday mascots. Yeah. Anything that appears on a Hallmark card. And create a pay-per-view who would fight who. Who main events. So we have... What's the draw? We have decided Mm -hmm. the main event will be Santa versus Jesus. Yeah. With the Christmas title on the line. That, that, like, it writes itself, right? Yep. Jesus feeling like Santa's taken over. Yeah. That's a great main event. It's his birthday after all. There's a natural motivation there. Here's a good one. Yeah. Also on the card... Easter Bunny versus an angry turkey. Okay. Easter versus Thanksgiving. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Animal match. Turkey also trying to maybe work its way into Easter as a more traditional yeah. uh, Easter feast. Right? They're like, screw ham. Yeah. Or do they want people that eat ham? I don't uh, know. Ham is more the Easter things. It, it's kind of a natural battle there, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see right? that. Okay. okay, so we got okay. that match. Yep. Give me also on the card, Cupid versus Leprechaun. Some light heavyweight action. Okay. Yeah. Okay, St. Patrick's Day taken on Valentine's Day. Something in the 135-pound division, yes. But wait for it. Yep. We were talking about Halloween, right? Yep. You're like, well, what do we do? Who's, who's going to be for Halloween? To open the card, uh-huh. 
is the Halloween Royal Rumble. Oh. We take all the all Halloween esque monsters and anything figures. Anything roughly associated. Yep. Skeletons. Give me a witch. Give me a skeleton. Give me a mummy. Mummies. Yeah, Frankenstein's all that on stuff, there. Some kind right? of a David S. Pumpkins kind of thing. Sure, give yeah. me a pumpkin. Uh-huh. You take every. They're all in the ring. Mm hmm. Throw over the rope t- style thing. Yep. Last one standing represents Halloween and the fights the going forward. Official. Yeah. Halloween representative. Yeah. Huge. That's how we open the card. Because then you establish a challenger going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice way to do it. That's how you open the card, that's man. That's good storytelling. Oh. I need this to happen. Do we have to do anything else, or was uh, that good enough? I don't even know. No. Should have been playing some more intense music. <laughs> Should have been playing this. <laughs> The battle for Halloween supremacy. Holiday Bash. <laughs> Coming to the Meridian Center in St. Catharines. Available only on pay-per-view for the small, small price of $119.99. Oh, we obviously charge $69.99. Ah, you're right. $69.69. Blew it. It was right there for you. <laughs> Krampus versus the Grinch, heel on heel. Yeah, oh, that's not bad. Krampus that's not bad, too. That's not oh, bad, too. Dracula in for Halloween? Yeah, put oh, yeah, him in the yeah. Royal Rumble. He's part of it. Yeah. Put him in the Halloween Royal Rumble. The entire Adams family in for Halloween. Oh, will they work together or eventually turn on each other? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is a good one. In for Halloween. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. What's that one from, um, not Christmas Vacation? It's a skeleton thing. Jack Skellington? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas? Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh-huh. Not sure what season he belongs in. Oh, <laughs> see him winning the Halloween bash would be great. And then taking a shot at, at Christmas Being the first itself? challenger oh, against that's Santa. A, that's a, he, that sells right there. It lights itself, man. Why do I want this to happen? I don't know. This sounds better than like 85 of the last pitches I've probably seen for Netflix shows. This sounds great. This is better than most of the Star Wars sequels. <laughs> wow. Did we learn anything else, or should we just... Uh, there was like a speeding thing in Colorado. There was Alfredo sauce on a highway. Shingles running wild. Suez Canal briefly blocked. It's all good. Ashley's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.